listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 247. The last episode in 2020 before we go on a much-needed two-week break. Woo! Uh, Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the highly caffeinated John Brownstone. Darn straight. But also extremely festive for Christmas. Not just I, in the shirt I, you're wearing. I but... got out of bed under duress mm-hmm. this morning, mm-hmm. and the only thing that made it worthwhile was the siren lure of coffee. And turning on the Christmas tree lights, I yeah. think. Because you have those on at 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. Okay, I'm just pointing that out. Hey, with what we went through to get that tree, <laughs> I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it at this point, okay? We'll talk about that in the yeah. bonus section. <laughs> uh, this week, for our final episode of 2020, yes, we will be back in 2021, uh, we're doing a Q&A because we're essentially lazy and we would like y'all to tell us what to talk about. Uh, <laughs> also... We feel like it gives yet another reason for folks to follow us at that handle. I fucking hate because that's where you can ask your questions. Okay, welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. And yes, it's always like this. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your key pleasure and education. And show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love it, you hear, we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us. If your podcast app allows that, if your podcast app does not let you rate and review share a favorite episode and go, these people are weird, but also mildly helpful. Uh, that helps us. <laughs> uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM. And what about that handle you hate? I haven't gotten to it yet. Oh, okay. You interrupted me. Wow, it's going to be buck wild in this episode, isn't it? <laughs> you can also follow us on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, the PC stands for podcast, or on Instagram at that handle I fucking hate. <laughs> Loving DS in the number one. So that's Loving DS1. Uh, or you can subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM, where we actually live stream these episodes every Friday. No, every Wednesday before it goes out on Friday. See, we're just buck ass. Well, professionals would re record this. All links are in the show notes. And as always, but especially now as it's our last chance to say it in 2020. Thank you for, for those of you who are uh, a kinky patron of yes, ours. Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you. We could not quite literally do any of this without you. Uh, your financial support when you are a member of Patreon through with us uh, pays for captions on videos and helps us buy new equipment and bloody, 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 blah. Um, and, and, and we love you for it. If you are not yet a patron and you're like, but wait, should I? I don't know. We understand if you don't do it in December, because hello, holidays, money, mm-hmm. it's tight. We get it. But if you would like to join us, uh, one, we'll be doing a membership drive in January. So hold on for that. And two, <laughs> you can join us at patreon.com slash Kayla Lords, patreon.com slash Kayla Lords, where you get a ton of perks, uh, a uh, patron only Q&A every mm-hmm. month. That will be the first thing we do in 2021 as loving BDSM. True. On January 2nd. Um, You get a special behind the scenes podcast every month. Ooh, we're going to have to record that for December. Yes, we are. Note to self. Uh, (laughs) And a patron only Discord server where the community is super, super friendly. And Mm -hmm. we are grateful for those folks there. Lots of great people in there. And you get all of that for as little as $2 a month. That's all I'm saying. Okay. (laughs) So uh, if you are so inclined, join us there, patreon.com slash Lords, or use the link in the show notes. Okay. So before we get into the questions that we have received, uh, a couple of things. This episode is not sponsored by anybody, but we would like to remind you that the kinkery 
exist as a thing. Mm-hmm. It's it it exists. It's real. It's real. It's real. It's here. Uh, thekinkery.com is the uh, website to go to. Uh, not gonna lie, as of the date of recording and then the date the podcast episode goes out, with the way shipping's going, uh, Christmas present might not arrive in time. But we've gotten around that because we now offer gift certificates, gift cards, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them. Yes. And when I tested it, it lets you schedule what day that that thing got emailed out. Ah, very I was like, nice. damn, nice. we're we're upscale here. Okay. Because <laughs> I go to <laughs> online stores all the time and cannot do that. So thekinkery.com. There will be lots more new stuff coming in 2021, as I was just informed uh, before we started recording that somebody wants a business meeting with me. Absolutely. I'm good at that. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but if you're like, mm, I need a last minute gift, kinkery, thekinkery.com. And we've got gift certificates, so you can do that. The second thing is that the elegantly owned giveaway, thank you, Taishu, who's in the live stream mm-hmm. chat, uh, did end. I did reach out to everybody who won through the random drawing. Four of those six people have gotten back to me. If you know you entered and you don't see an email, check your spam. Because I got two <laughs> prizes still waiting to be mailed out. So uh, that is a thing. And I just found out today and there's a problem with the, um, my personal link, but that doesn't matter for you guys. Hot Octopus is having a sale from the 16th through the 25th. You can save up to 20% off. My understanding is everything in the store uh, or in the, on the site. Um, and it's a tiered system like they did at Black Friday. Mm-hmm. So you can just save 10%. If you're willing to sign up for their email newsletter, you can save 15%. If you're willing to sign up for their newsletter and follow them on social, you can save 20%. But anybody who's like, yeah, I want to buy something from Hot Octopus. No, I don't want to pay full price. There's a sale. My affiliate links are not working right now. I have already reported that to my good friend who is overseas affiliate things over <laughs> at Hot Octopus. And they're working on it, but you don't, you don't have to worry about that. You can just go to hotoctopus.com shop to your heart's content. So there we go. Okay, I'm going into, uh, I'm going into the questions we received on Instagram, uh, based on how long it takes us to answer those. Uh, I think some of them can be kind of uh, rapid fire. Uh, we will then um, ask. Uh, potentially ask those in the live stream chat on YouTube to ask their questions. Uh, please hold those questions until we get to that point because I'll never see them otherwise. So here we go, starting with the questions. Do we have Christmas plans? Yes and no. I, I, plan, I plan to eat foods that I would never normally eat because mm-hmm. what even is life? Fuck this, it's the year of a pandemic. I'm just gonna just eat what I want. Mm. YOLO! Um, <laughs> <laughs> I plan to do baking for things I should not mm-hmm. eat. YOLO. Uh, I plan to spend a lot of time in pajamas. Yay for pajamas. And do yeah. not a whole hell of a lot. We're going to be home. We're going to stay home. It, we're not going to see family, which kind of sucks. It, that that kind of stinks. But I'm not yeah. going to lie. I'm, I'm such an introvert. The idea of not having to put clothes on or go sit in somebody else's house. Yeah. I, does, I mean, I miss them. I do miss my family, but also I'm not mad about it. I know. I mean, it, 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 and, and that's why I say yes and no, because we haven't made plans, obviously, to, you know, no. do things with other folks or other family at, at this point. But, um, you know, we, we have been making some plans for ourselves mm-hmm. as a family. Um, we've been, um, you know, obviously the food. Um, you've got a, something for you and the youngest. 
to eat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All and of our food, it's like split. Like it, it's going to be. We're a split having meal. <laughs> we're having two meats on Christmas Day because. Um, Excuse me. JB requested ham, and the 15 year old was like, "I second that." And both right. me and the 11 year old went, "Ah, we don't like ham, so we're having chicken." Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm so, roasting a so chicken there, or baking a chicken. Half the family's having chicken, and the other half, we're I'm going to be smoking a ham. No, <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good you stuff. have ham sandwiches after Christmas. Hey. Have a good time. I'll have chicken. I'll do something with chicken. It'll be fine. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's basically a repeat of what we did at Thanksgiving for food because that was what we liked. So rolls and peas and mashed potatoes and oh, mac my. and cheese and apple pie. I'm going to mm-hmm. make, I know it's not going to be keto. It's going to be low carb, but I'm going to try and make a low carb uh, peach cobbler. Uh, bonus points if I can make it in the right. uh, crock pot. Yeah, Ari, um, no, no turkey. Um, we already I, did that at Thanksgiving. We, we we do that at Thanksgiving, and then come Christmas holiday, like to have something change it up a little yeah. bit. So those and, are. Um, and we've also been talking about um, making a list of family Christmas shows. Actually, to I think kind of binge. what we ended up deciding on. Because when we were talking about the Christmas movies that we always watch every year, both kids were like, oh, God, please don't make me watch those again. Yeah. And I, other than a couple of them, I kind of don't blame them. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Uh, but so an idea was, uh, was proposed. Was, was put on the table. And we were here for it. Yeah. All of the Doctor Who Christmas specials. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. since the last episode we left off on, on our Doctor Who watching together as a family v- adventure we're on, is a Christmas special. I was like... We'll we'll pick right up. We'll pick up with that and, okay. ju- and just go with it. And, I'm here uh, for it. Yeah, sit and very watch. low key Christmas. Yeah, very yeah. low key. And uh, I like mm-hmm. that. I I mean, I we have traveled for Christmas before. For up until a couple years ago, we were constantly sure. going to my mom's for a week to two sure. weeks. We're not doing that for different reasons. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Somebody asked. I'm curious about consensual non-consent. Even if you don't like it that much. So let me <laughs> say this. Uh, no, I'm not a huge fan. It's not that I dislike consensual non-consent. I'm not into it. Right. That being said, there are certain topics you probably will not hear us talk about much. Not because we dislike the topic, but because we do not have enough knowledge on the topic to credibly talk about right. it. To it, helpfully talk, to safely talk I mean, about it. But I will share what I think of consensual yeah. non-consent. I, I mean, <laughs> a, 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 most, if not all of the things we talk about are things that we personally engaging and are active or we have learned enough about that we feel like we can offer something helpful right the last time we did topics that i was like i want to talk about this and i don't know enough about i went to the library and checked out four books y'all uh and i just can't (laughs) i'm sure there's a book on consensual non-consent but it's not in my library but i will absolutely share what i think about consensual Mm non-consent You gotta be super duper fucking careful in yeah. consensual non-consent. Tread tread lightly with that one. I mean, you want to talk about the just like every other kind of kink play, it exists on a spectrum from a little bit to a lot. One person's "Whoa, this is too much" will be another person's "Hey, can we take it ten steps uh, further?" Um, the big big thing that comes to mind when I think of consensual non-consent is the communication and the trust factor. Um, I also think based based on observations of what other people have talked about and shared and their experiences, I do think there is a problem uh, among the less educated and/or obviously the predators 
of, well, we negotiated a consensual non-consent. That means you can never withdraw that consent. And I'm here to tell you, fuck that shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Now I have seen, um, again, don't have a lot of experience with it. It's not my thing. I'm not into it. Uh, the, the, I trust you completely. And I, we were talking about this last night. I was like, year into our relationship, I would never have done anything consensual non-consent, whether it was kink hardcore play or it was the power exchange part of consensual non-consent. Year into our relationship, as much as I trusted you, we couldn't even have this conversation. We've now been together for, oh my gosh, we're almost at our eight years ago this day we met, December 12th, 23rd. 23rd, 23rd, December 23rd. Mm-hmm, anyway, mm-hmm. we've known each other nearly eight years and it is now that I'm like, I'm just not that into it, but I would at least consider it. I mm-hmm. would at least have that conversation. For me, that's the level of trust because whether you do consensual non-consent as part of a relationship dynamic where uh, the the consensual non-consent is that the top or dom makes every decision regardless of what the submissive wants, or you do it in a uh, kink BDSM play kind of thing um there has to be a mechanism somewhere for consent to be withdrawn to this activity and Mm -hmm. i have just observed enough people having these conversations like that's not even a thing and you're gonna see it out and play and that's uh, mm. so the the trust factor and consensual non-consent is a huge one also i will say like every other kink out there if you go to your partner or your partner comes to you and they're like, let's try some consensual non-consent. What do you think about that? Uh, you can't give an answer till you know what they mean by that because it does mean different things to different people. Right. I mean, like like anything else, and it, it was mentioned in the chat, you know, it it's a spectrum. Uh-huh. It, it can go from, from something very innocuous up to, you know, the extreme edge play. So, you know, there, there is a big spectrum to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it, why you have to ask the question because even at Nixie in the live stream chat was like, it's not all kidnapping scenes, y'all. And yeah. you, that's true. That's yeah. a, what a lot of us think of. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I, have, <laughs> I am yeah. way too opinionated at this point to even do it in terms of yeah. a relationship style. And, and see, <laughs> last night when we were talking about it, um, you know, I, I had a thought and somebody just brought it up in the chat you know, for a lot of people, it it's it's fantasy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and that's all it ever is. Oh that's, God, yeah, and it, I, it never goes any further. There was a time I have not been in touch and in tune with my own sexual fantasies in a very long time. Bye, libido. We <laughs> missed you, pre-pandemic. Um, but I could, if I look back at some of my deepest fantasies, oh, they're very CNC. They're very, very yeah. much in that realm. I would never want that to play out, and I think that that's where some people get themselves a little messed up. It is okay to have a fantasy that you're never gonna act on. Not every fantasy that you have, right. one, requires that you act upon it, two, means that you have to. Like a lot of those, mm-hmm. fa- like I read some shit that makes me hot. Nobody's coming near me to do that. Mm-hmm. It gets to stay but, there on a page somewhere. But you and I, I mean, that, and, and that goes into um, any realm. Mm-hmm. Of, of kink or DS, you and I watched a, a TED talk about non-monogamy. Mm-hmm. And one of the very first points she made was that non-monogamy can be considered the fantasy of another person. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's about that monogamish right, was the topic. The, yeah, the yeah. monogamish. And, and that's as far as it will ever go. But 
that still folds into that realm. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing with C and C. So that's probably what we have to say on that because yeah. we don't have direct experience, knowledge, or interest mm -mm. in the topic to be able to give like, do this, don't do that. Our advice and opinion is very general because certain things work no matter what kind of kinky thing we're talking about, like communication and trust and being able to uh, withdraw consent and all that good stuff. <gasps> okay, next question. What, and I'm deferring to you on this because you are our social media man over okay. here. What is an alternative to FetLife for a DS couple to connect to other kinksters? Okay. Um, there are several. Um, you have uh, accounts on all of them. <laughs> yeah. So look for John Brownstone if you sign up for any of these. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the first two that come to mind right off the top of my head um, is The Cage. Thecage.co. Yeah. yeah. We've partnered with them before. Mm -hmm. They're cool people. Um, please Me. Mm, I have an account there, but they mostly spam me with emails. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure they're lovely there. <laughs> it's just mostly yeah. how I've interacted with them. Um, you do Kink Space. Kink Space is back. Um, I, I have an account there again. Um, I have not done a whole lot there. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's kind of like a best way to explain it. It's it's very has a very Facebook feel to it. Um, it it's kind of a cool site. Um, I was trying to think. Uh, there was another one. Um, now, there are some people who do like this site. Um, I, I kind of reserve. I, I've set up an account there, but I've not done a whole lot. Um, uh, MeWe? Me, is that how you say it? I think that's how you say yeah. it. I've heard of it. I've just never yeah. been there. Um, it, it's not so much a kink site, um, but... They do, I, I have noticed that there are a lot of uh, DSE groups gotcha. that are on that site. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, there, and someone mentioned Discord. Mm -hmm. um, there there are a lot of uh, various Discord. Quite frankly, any, not that the uh, vanilla social media uh, platforms are making it easier for kinksters and, yeah. and sex people to gather. But any any social media uh, site platform will have a kink element. Uh, Facebook's filled with groups. Yeah. Um, I don't touch Facebook with a 10-foot pole except no, for no, professionally. No. But if you are spending your whole life on Facebook, mm -hmm. that might be something to consider. Twitter, again, it's hard to find it. But once you find it, then you can immerse yourself in it. Um, Instagram, there are kinky people there. TikTok, there are kinky people there. Um, yes. Eh, there's a lot of, there are some, there are some good educators out there on both those platforms. There's also a lot of bad information. And to me, it's harder to connect mm -hmm. in those kinds of platforms. They're more to me the way I interpret them. Okay. Pa to, for passively watching and less direct interaction. And Ignixia mentioned one and I'm familiar with it, but I've never used it with oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, collar space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have, I've, it used to be collar me and I'd heard of collar me and mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot out there. If I was going to tell you to pick one that had a, a FetLife like, mm, probably the cage. Yeah. Um, just because it was built to be, an, I think an all. Not and not to reject FetLife because they actually are like wait FetLife has its place too. Sure, but to give an alternative yeah. and another step in that 
mm-hmm. community and, aspect. You know, with the mention on, on Facebook, yes, there are a lot of, of uh, communities on Facebook. Um, in all honesty, at this point, if it wasn't for my business accounts that Same. I have to have I tied wouldn't. to my name, <laughs> I would either. shut my Facebook account down in a heartbeat. I, I, I have gotten I to the too. point I have no use for all the crap. You spend more of your time muting people on Facebook. I just don't go. Um, Okay, next question. What are some things you like and don't like about BDSM? I know of a thing I don't like. I know Mm. of a thing I like. I I know the answer from my perspective. (laughs) Do you want time to think? Yeah, I need time to think. I mean, I know the things I like, but don't like. Mm, I I know. I had to think about it, too. So the thing I like is the fact that it can be whatever the fuck you and a partner want it to be or that you as an individual want it to be because you just have to find a consenting partner who's willing to play along with what you want. Mm -hmm. Um, And I like that. I like that I feel more myself in BDSM than I feel anywhere else. Sometimes I still feel like the awkward teenager that I was 20 five years ago. Um, but I also like am more confident as a human now that I understand that I'm submissive and that I embrace it and it's accepted and there's a whole thing around it. So I like that about BDSM. What I don't like is not BDSM the thing. It's just, it's a human nature thing. And that is the fact that there continue to be people who think there's only, and this is in every community, in everything on in life, but we're talking about BDSM, uh, that there are people who think that there's only one right way to do it and that, that would be their way and they can't conceive of the idea that other people do it differently. Uh, I absolutely dislike the ease with which many predators move through the community. Some of them being people that become, that are end up being highly respected and sought after because they are sharing some level of knowledge and then by the way, they're a predator. And as with all communities everywhere, sometimes it's hard to look at this person you once admired and have to go, uh, oh, you're also a shitty human being. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like that, but I don't like that about anything to do with people, which is why I like to be in my house. So it's not <laughs> specific to BDSM. It is more prevalent with BDSM. And quite frankly, when uh, a predator, an abuser gets like f- to run free reign through the, their part of the BDSM community, they can do a lot of serious damage, uh, psychological, emotional, physical. And no, I don't like that part. Um, but I also recognize that that kind of thing exists in every type of community and every type mm-hmm. of person everywhere on the planet. What? So for me, I, I find as far as my likes, I, I'm I'm very similar to you in in that when I was able to um, embrace my dominant side. Um, I felt more myself than I ever have. Mm-hmm. And especially over the years, I've come to identify with that side more than any other part of myself. Oh God. Yeah. I feel really weird when I'm navigating the vanilla world. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think the thing I don't like about the, the DS world, I, and this goes for any aspect whether it's on FetLife, in, in local community, you know, or, or any other DS place that I've come across, I, I found that um, I, I am shocked at the amount of people in, in the DS world who are judgmental towards towards other people and other kinks. You would think that, that we would be the last place, but yeah. it's human. It, 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 and unfortunately, human yes, it, it, it's human nature. There's always going to be people you know, in any community that I mean, uh, there, there are some there are some kinks to me that I 
have no wish to engage in. Yeah. But I know they are things that people like. Mm-hmm. You know, I just kind of nod my head and and or and your go eyes alive. quickly glaze over it when you happen to you know, see it and you just sort of go mm, okay. You know, and move it, on. It's, yeah. it's kind of the whole you know your kink's not, not my kink, but your kink's okay right. kind of thing. And and I guess it it just shocks me because being a kinkster to begin with, you're already kind of like on the fringe. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. So, so why would you shame somebody else for something they like? And, and that just really and see, I irks can, me. And you know, I, you can take that a step further. I I am always, and I don't know why. I I'm not always shocked. I am sometimes unpleasantly surprised um, by just the inability to be empathetic to other people that you sometimes find within the BDSM community, not just their kinks, but you know, their skin color, their sexuality, their gender, Mm -hmm. like we they're in the BDSM world. You can lose everything you have once you're found out to be kinky, depending on where you live and, and how people react. People have lost their kids. They lose their job. They lose their house. They lose shit. They are shamed and they, not in the way that, say, a person of color might be or, uh, you know, a trans person might be, but they can be marginalized to a certain extent. And the fact that many of us mm-hmm. feel we have to hide who we are to navigate the world a little safely, I am constantly shocked that within that same community, you still find transphobia and racism and sexism. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. wait, who the, what makes you somehow better and superior? But it goes back to the fact that BDSM, the BDSM community is made up of people and we are a microcosm of a wider society and those people exist in other parts of society. So of course mm-hmm. those people exist in BDSM and we, we, the general we as a community have to do better about educating and letting people know that it's not acceptable right. and all of those things. But I still, I'm like, wait, 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 you would totally get shunned by everybody, you know, for this kink thing you're into, but you're going to look down on somebody else who lives a life you don't understand. Yeah. What, what are we doing here? Right. That, I think hopefully that'll be my only rant for, <laughs> for today, but yeah. there we go. So yeah, there, that there, is, there pretty much is in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I feel like I, I just don't like some people. I think <laughs> that's not a BDSM thing. That's just a life thing. Okay. Uh, I don't know what's going on with my hands today. Podcast listeners be very glad you cannot watch me because the hands are talking. What? The hands are talking. Um, are next question. There? What's one thing that you haven't tried but want to? Hmm. Oh, hmm. I, mm, hmm. I'm... <laughs> I, I can't know, think of I, anything. I can't think of anything either. Um, the things we are interested in enough to get the toy, learn the thing we have on some level tried. You know, impact play much, is yeah. definitely our thing. Um, we've tried wax play. We've tried electro play. We mm-hmm. when when we feel safe to do it, we play publicly. Yeah. Um, I mean, publicly, if you're new here, we mean at the BDSM dungeon. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. We also have strong opinions on public kink play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me a start on that one. Yeah. Um, we got a threesome. I mean, like. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to do that again. But. I mean, yeah, well, that's again. Yeah. That's not a thing we haven't I tried. Mm, I can't think of anything. I know. I can't either. You know what? Hmm. I think 
over break, you and I need to sit down and do a uh, DS checklist again. Probably. Cause and, and really because... I think it's because we're not thinking of things. Right. We have done the things we thought about, mm-hmm. but we're not... We're not con- consistently exploring what other things are out there to go, hmm, would I like to try yeah. that? So yeah, that's probably, well, maybe you know, we should turn that into a video. Because we're here for content ideas. Do a DS yeah. checklist Well, together. you know, <laughs> and, and here's my thought on that. Because, you know, yeah, we have been so focused the last few years between um, moving and getting our house. Mm-hmm doing our business things and we both admitted in the last episode that we've our our own kink life has been put on the back burner to to achieve these goals Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i think maybe we need to sit down over this break and you and i do a a ds checklist yes and turn a camera on while we and and yeah well okay (laughs) all right content but here's the problem at this point, do you know how much stuff we have put into these two weeks? Are <laughs> I know, I know. But you're not wrong. I would, you know, I, I keep, it's weird. I keep thinking about what are my goals for 2021? Yeah. And, and business professional related, it is mostly a keep on keeping on. I have had goals. I'm still working towards them. Mm-hmm. We are still working towards goals. Right. I put plans in motion earlier this year that couldn't come to fruition until 2021 or 2022. So I'm yeah. still working those. So I'm like, okay, well, but what goals do I have? And I'm like, well, maybe they need to be personal goals relationship mm-hmm. right mm, we, we shall see how that goes but yeah. we do keep saying you know when we're off and we have a very long laundry list of things am i going to be allowed to sleep in and sit in my pajamas right <laughs> i don't think so we're going to be doing a lot of things over those yep. two weeks okay <laughs> uh next question what's the first thing you're going to do when the pandemic is over so I want to make make it clear from my perspective. Other mm-hmm. people can, will definitely see it differently. Right. This pandemic, I don't believe, is going to have a today it's over. I think right. it's going to be this soft fading Trickle. away mm-hmm. because uh, vaccinations are going to, God knows, they're going to take a, a long time, especially in the U.S. where we don't have a good centralized system for that kind of stuff. Um, and it's production and for us, 330 million people, uh, we know that the moment we are eligible for a vaccine, for the COVID vaccine, we are getting we, it. The whole are... damn family's going. Right. Roll up to the CVS or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but depending on that kind of timing, there won't. I don't think there's going to be a point where it's like, oh, no. pandemic is over. I think there's going to be a point where we are comfortable, comfortable. again. So whatever that and, point is. And, and I think for me, there there's two sides to this. Mm-hmm. Um. On our vanilla side, I am so looking forward to going out to eat and sitting in a restaurant. I'll be a $100 meal. <laughs> I don't I mean, even, we'll order everything. I, I would be so thrilled to go to a breakfast place. Oh, God, a diner. And and have an omelet or, or something like that. Yeah, I want to make your coffee in a restaurant and, and freak the server yeah. out. Um, yeah. You know, do that. Um, I, I know there are some clubs in, in, in communities that are safely open, Woodshed being one of them. Um, we have not had the level of comfort to do that yet. Nope. I am so ready. Oh, yeah. To go to a club and oh, play yeah. and do a scene and, you know, pull the, pull the toy bag out and. Oh, yeah. 
you know, brush some of that off and, and, and yeah. just do a, a scene at the club and, and play and hear you scream and yell. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> yes, you know? louder than the music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that that is something I am looking mm-hmm. forward to. Um, I agree with you on both. If I were to add something different or, you know, specific to me, mm-hmm. uh, if my mother doesn't do it first, one of us is getting in the car and driving to the other. <laughs> uh, prior to all of this, my mom was visiting here like every couple of months. Um, yeah. And we were visiting her up until a thing that happened in 2019. That's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh. I I just want to like see my mom again. I don't think mm-hmm. too much about how much I miss her because I I have lived apart from her and well enough away from her for long enough that I'm not constantly going oh no and I'm just not that I'm not that sen- as sentimental as some other people might be about who I miss. I miss people, but I just don't think about that stuff very often. And in this moment when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, my God, I missed my mom. <laughs> um, so after we go out to eat and we go to the fucking club and we get our kink fuck shit on. Mm-hmm, I've lost words. Uh, <laughs> I want to go see my mom mm-hmm. or I want my mom to come here. Yeah. She, We were going to kind of try a meet in the middle, like in a parking lot wearing our mask thing. And then the numbers like just exponentially grew. And she went, mm, I don't I don't feel comfortable with that. And I'm like, no, me neither. Mm-hmm. So that is probably a thing. OK. Um. Person asked the differences between littles and middles. So this mm. goes back to sort of like our CNC conversation. I'm not going to speak too much on this because I do not feel like I can credibly speak on this because while I am most definitely a baby girl and I consider that to live within the spectrum of the little world, um, I don't spend enough time thinking about what it means to be a little outside of my experience. But what I think I know and gosh, anybody who actually identifies either as a little or as a middle can certainly chime in and share their perspective or tell me when I'm wrong. Um, littles tend to, whether they identify with a very specific age or not, they do not always, um, they are of the, I would say like young elementary school age, like maybe seven or eight age frame and down so they like stereotypically younger things this is where you might get if somebody's into it pacifiers and maybe even diapers if they're into that kind of play or um very um sort of a baby talk kind of thing and my understanding about middles is they are in that sort of tween to early teen ish age maybe even a little older i have not looked Mm -hmm. into it that much and so they still identify in a younger than their natural age way. Um, but it tends to, and this is not universal, be more towards things that like a 12 or 13 year old might might be more geared to. But I, from what I have seen, there can still be overlap. Somebody can, can consider themselves a middle. And again, they might identify with a specific age. They might just identify with an age range and like aspects of what somebody else might consider um, stereotypically a little activity or item or whatever. Um, I mm, There's so much of a range of what it means to be a little, what it means mm-hmm. to be a middle, what it means to be in all of that, both in terms of just headspace, 
also in terms of specific forms of play, also in terms of relationship styles, that it's a big topic. And ooh, if there's a good resource out there of somebody who is breaking this down, somebody share it with us, cause I am not that resource. <laughs> I know I'm a baby girl. I know that uh, that touches on a childlike side of myself mm -hmm. um, and things that stereotypically kids tend to like. There are a few of those things I like. I do allow myself to be a little childlike. I will giggle and I will whine and I will pout, but that's the extent of it for me. And the the world of littles and middles and all that uh, is bigger than people realize. Oh, yeah. um, and so that is all I have to say about that. Okay. So, um, Okay, da, 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 da. Uh, this one, um, I, it took me a minute to have a thought on it. It says, any thoughts on making safer sex kinky? So I'm gonna interpret that question as like, safer sex is there's wearing condoms and barriers. There's also talking about um, uh, whether you've been tested for uh, STIs or what your status with an STI might be. Um, the only thing that came to mind in how to make that kinky, and of course this would have to be with full consent of both parties. Mm -hmm. You can't just be demanding shit in a kinky way and think somebody's gonna give it to you, is let's say we're talking about using a condom. Well, if you are in a position where you feel like that is what you need to do and that would be the safest way to have sex, um, a kinky way would be to, um, one uh, thing that came to mind, and I'm sure there are other ways to do this, would be if it's the the dom or top that is going to wear the condom, having their submissive partner put it on put them. It on. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is the limit of what I can think of. I am so grateful that I have not had to navigate that with you mm -hmm. in the way that other people sometimes have to navigate that. There's probably more that we should do with that than that we do because you mm -hmm. have had multiple partners, mm -hmm. but it's now been so long that that is a conversation for post pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't, you don't have to navigate that so much. So mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of thoughts. If again, if there's a resource, uh, I'm, I know Ignixie is in the live stream chat. I'm just saying that, um, Ignixie, if, if Ignixie is not already talking about it, hi, Ignixie, if you'd like to. I'd love to point people your way, but also right. uh, if you know of a resource for kinky, safer sex practices, meaning you're you're doing safer sex and want to make it kinky. Safe sex, safer sex, but make it kinky. I will take, I will pass along yeah. any resources. Excuse me. Okay, next question. Mm -hmm. What do you recommend if you think you might be poly, but your partner is strongly monogamous? Mm. We have talked about this before. Yeah. So one thought that came to mind when I read this question, um, and it's I, it was, it's not a thought I had. It was something I heard, and I went, I had this light bulb moment because I hadn't thought about it this way. Um, and it is somebody, and I can't remember who, was talking about their relationship and their partner is poly and they are monogamous, but the way they have chosen to do that is that they are monogamous, so they are only with their partner, but because their partner is poly, they have um, given sort of their consent to 
their poly partner having multiple partners. So they themselves are still monogamous mm -hmm. because they just want to be with that one person, but they are okay with their partner being with other people. So I had not thought of that before. I mm -hmm. had always thought of it as, oh, you're monogamous. So that means you want your partner to be monogamous too. But really it's, there are different, there are so many different ways to deal with that. When one of the, to this person, I'd say, okay, how did, they might be monogamous, that's fine. How do they feel about you being monogamous? Mm -hmm. The likeliest answer is that they would also like you to be monogamous. Yeah. That is very common. Mm -hmm. um, but it, the other thing that comes to mind when I see a question like this is, what do you need to be and what do you want as the poly person to feel fulfilled in your life and in your relationship? Is it something that can um, be mild flirtation? Is it something that can live in the realm of fantasy? It's okay if the answer is no, okay? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. It's, uh, is your partner okay with you just exploring it, even if you're not actively seeing other people yet? Can this be done in stages? Like there's a lot of conversation that needs to happen if you want to act on your poly self. Like, like if in a question like this, I have more questions. Like, how strong is this existing relationship? Are y'all have y'all been married for twenty years and you're super happy, or did you meet ten minutes ago and you don't know their last name yet? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a deg varying degree of how to handle it based on where you're at in your relationship, mm -hmm. and if this is a relationship that you want to keep going regardless of anything else, then you make different decisions as opposed to when it's a relationship where you're like, actually I'm like super unhappy and think this person really could like, can go somewhere else. Like you, you just do different things then. So is it possible for one partner to be poly and the other one to be monogamous and for you to make it work? Yes. Uh, is that the norm? Is there, is anything the norm? We're talking about BDSM here. <laughs> nothing's yeah, the norm. Nothing's the norm, <laughs> yeah. Now, I, do I don't really have much to add over what you've already said. Mm -hmm. Um, but Mel did bring up a, a good resource, and I watched several of these this person's videos before, and and they give some really really good um, talks about being poly. Um, they are on YouTube, and their channel is called Boldly Grow, and and they have fantastic poly resources on that channel. So that, that would definitely be something to, mm -hmm. and the to site we always recommend as an, a site. I don't think Paige has a YouTube channel. I think it's just a website, poly.land. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a podcast, multi Amory. Right. Um, there are a ton of resources out there um, that dive into these topics because mm -hmm. this is just a huge part of navigating a poly life, especially if you're you're kind of finding your poly self in the midst of an existing relationship. A lot of people have to navigate yeah. this kind of thing. Um, and, and Silent Wing, you know, you're absolutely right. Someone may think they're okay with it until it, you know, actually happens. Um, even even us, when we we talked about being poly long before we ever did anything. And I'm still only poly in theory. And and even at that point, when we had talked and, and we set different boundaries and, and, you know, things that we thought we were okay with, 
uh, first time I went out with somebody, <laughs> I struggled. I struggled. She so much. she struggled, and and we had to take a step back and regroup and and talk about it some more. And and I know this is not universally true because there's nothing that's universally true. But the thing that I experienced that I have heard other people talk about a lot is that what can often happen is the partner who's left at home who's not have doesn't have multiple other partners or whatever can feel jealous or insecure or envious or what whatever whatever the emotion is have a, a strong emotional reaction and that what some of us learn and i've learned is that that is my shit that i have to deal with meaning those feelings are coming from within me for a reason in my case it was absolutely insecurities i have about will the person I love leave me? I could have attempted to demand that because I have these feelings, you don't get to have other partners. The choice I made, and I think that in many cases, this is the choice to make, I would recommend it, I would say, is I actually had to work on my shit. I had to work on why I felt that way. I had to work on what, where those feelings were coming from. Was it something that was, was happening because you did something or said something, or is this all made up in my head? What I didn't want to do, and it was a conscious choice and it was not an easy one, was I did not want to say, no, you can't be Polly because I am having hard emotions I don't know how to deal with. Instead, I took the time and we did take a step back and we Mm -hmm. did slow things down, Right. but I chose to take the time to work on me. Now, that does not mean I'm perfect. You were, it's been, a, you and I haven't even talked about this. Hi, therapy session. Um, <laughs> thank you for being our therapist. Um, you, we were, it was, we went through our rough spot a couple weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Within the past week or so. Um, and you have people that you are chatting with and other things because it's a pandemic. So, you know, it's not like it's in person. Mm-hmm. And I still, even now, had that old kick of a feeling of, what if he likes some better than me? And it's because you and I had just been fussing with one another. We'd been in yeah. arguments. We were speaking over one another and at one another and not to each other. And that feeling can still rise up in me, but I don't make you change everything you're doing for that right. feeling. I deal with it. Now, not everybody is gonna handle it that way, wants to handle it that way, thinks they should handle it that way. Those are choices that I'm making, but I have seen enough people have those kinds of conversations about that's how they handle it. And I do think that it's because even if I'm never poly in practice and it is always theory, uh, I am open to the idea of it. If I was completely closed Mm -hmm. off to the idea of it, it would be completely different. But because I'm open to it and, you know, I have, made that decision that I would deal with those feelings. Now, it doesn't mean I don't talk to you about them. Oh, not that last one I just mentioned, but hey, that was me just talking to him about it. <laughs> um, but I also don't expect you to fix it for me. I don't expect you to change everything you're doing mm-hmm. just so I feel better. I, I guess maybe I had read enough or heard enough from other people who know more about the poly life than I do talking about it because something about that just, I internalized that idea and that's how I navigate it. Um, not everybody's gonna be that way, I get it, but it's it's a possibility. Yeah. It's a way to handle it. Now, Ignixia just mentioned a book. Mm. It's called When Someone You Love Is Polyamorous. I don't think I've heard of that. No, me either. So, okay, write that All down. Right. Yep, I am. Too bad we've already picked our kinky book clubs. Right. <laughs> it's really a year. Whatever, we're moving on to the next question. Okay. 
Um, somebody asked for info on how to deal with disabilities and BDSM and DS relationships. We would never feel qualified. I have an old Twitter thread that I need to go find that I will try to, I will link in the show notes in the video later of, I basically put out a call and went, hey, who out here is talking about disability and BDSM? And a whole bunch of people answered the tweet. And then my entire intention was to create a page for lovingbdsm.net with those resources. Did I do it? No, I didn't. (laughs) But I would in no way feel qualified to discuss that. Um, I will at least link that Twitter thread uh, when we get done recording. So um, kinksters who navigate disabilities uh, and BDSM can get information from people who are more qualified to speak on it than I am. Um, And yay, thank you, Ignixia, in the live stream chat. Ignixia does classes on that. So Ah. uh, I will also link to Ignixia's site um, in the show notes. So you can go find and follow Ignixia and learn from her. Okay, next question. When was the last time we did impact play and what did we use? Technically, we always do a little bit because you spank my ass almost every day. You, you you get a hand spanking every night before bed. I mean, it's to varying degrees, and to lately varying it's degree, been yeah, depend yeah, depending you on. You were also sick, so I'm not gonna well hold you to the same standard yeah, as true. when you're healthy. That's true. Um, the last actual scene we did. What did I use? I used the leather paddle. Okay. That we have. The one made by Lodbrock? Yep. That's now under a different company name, company and I name. can't say it. Okay. And I also used um, one of my own ping pong paddles. Oh, yeah. I remember. My, my, my handmade ping pong paddle. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I'm going to take notes. Yeah. Um, this good. I'm going to take notes because a lot of resources are getting thrown around in the live stream chat okay. on disabilities and BDSM, and I will add that to my page. Add I'm totally going to gonna make. Um, there you go. But this next question is specifically for you, JB. Okay. My dom is getting into kinky woodworking. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, any tips, tricks, sage wisdom for him? Hmm. Hmm. Goodness. Let's see. Tips, tricks. Um, trying to think as far as tips. Well, you know, I, I have to say, I, I think one of the things I found in, in this journey, I started on one end of the spectrum doing vanilla turning, and, and I've totally taken a one total turn in the other direction with with the kink stuff and I guess to what I would say is um, one of the things I found over time is now there was certain wisdom in this because when I first started buying tools I didn't know how far I was going to go with this and I have completely outgrown the tools I had and I think in in some cases you have to, you know, while it can be cost prohibitive, um, I think you also kind of need to look at a, a tool you're acquiring and look at the possibility of growth, mm. you know. 
And and yet, I would also say that you got really far on your cheap little t tools. I did. I did. Um, I, I pushed them beyond their means <laughs> in did. many cases. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah. And uh, yeah, somebody in, in the in the chat has, has made a comment about ordering tools during a pandemic. Yeah, don't. That 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 has been a challenge. Um, I I ordered a, a new uh, drum sander in July, and I received it in September. But you did receive it. But I did receive it. Um, <laughs> One one of the things that that I I'm upgrading this year is my bandsaw. Um, I I my bandsaw up until this point has been a ten inch um, tabletop bandsaw, and I ordered that around the end of August, and at this point it has a ship date of the end of December. So yeah, it it, it has Merry been. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, right. Maybe Happy New Year at this point. Um, shipping on and that because that's only the ship date. That's true. That's yeah, true. That, that's not when I'm. Uh, it, it's going to be here. Mm -hmm. So that has been a um, big practice in patience this year. Yeah. Um, you know, but but yeah, kind kind of you know, think about what you want to do. With, with what your you know your your goals are for what you want to make and and you know look at look at the tools that you have and what you can accomplish with your tools and I was not asked this question but I have thoughts because I live with this man and also creative work is creative work whether it's mental and emotional creativity or it's physical making a thing creativity and the one thing that you get stuck on and all the writers I know get stuck on is that you will see somebody else who has made a thing that you're thinking of making. Do not get fooled into, oh, I can't make that wood paddle because some other rando made a wood paddle. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Nobody will ever make it the way that you do. What you don't want to do is copy, you know, cut for cut what somebody else has made. You don't want to copy their designs. You yeah. put your own spin on it. You can be inspired by what other people make. Mm -hmm. We have been inspired with right. certain products. Um, but just because you see somebody else making it doesn't mean you can't. And also from a woodworking specific perspective, cause I lived through this, <laughs> it's okay if what you make is simple as long as it's well-made. You have gone through, and I don't know if you, it's been recent for you cause you haven't talked to me about it cause we've been a little busy. Uh, you absolutely in the past went through periods where you were not sure of your own work because it wasn't as ornate or complicated or whatever as something else you saw that you liked. And you're like, I just make a simple paddle. And I'm like, hey, not everybody wants, you know, this thing you saw that we couldn't, re can't be recreated. Mm -hmm. Some people just want a simple wooden paddle and that's okay. Also, everybody starts from a, a beginning level of Somewhere. some sort and you get to grow from there over time. And so maybe one day you will make, and you are in a way making more ornate things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, I've watched you go through that. I watch other creatives go through that all the time. It's just a whole thing when you are a maker of things, do not mm -hmm. let what other people are doing discourage you and think that you can't do it because it's too similar or it's not, you know, as special or whatever. <laughs> so that would be my, mm -hmm. um, 
my uh, advice on that. So we have gone through all the questions we got on Instagram. Okay. Uh, anybody who would like to ask a question in the live stream chat, we will uh, give it a, we'll take probably two or three. So yeah. if, if we get bombarded, I'm sorry, we're only going to take two or three. Um, so uh, let's see. While we wait for folks to um, type in their question, uh, we did get an idea for a poll from Mr. Spock. Thank you, Mr. Spock. Uh, yeah, which holiday will JB Saul show up closest to? Yeah. Please be New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> because there are things he, you want to make and I want you to make that you need the big boy Saul for. Um, so, um, but yeah. Uh, I, I'm trying to think. What, what can we say to fill the time in case anybody has questions? Mm. I don't know. I have uh, enjoyed this year, even though it's a pandemic. Mm -hmm. I've enjoyed this year from a being part of Loving BDSM perspective. Um, I still, five years of podcasting and now YouTubing. It's not five years of YouTubing, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I still walk away from some episodes going, wow, we did, that was a good episode. I'm, I'm really proud of what we made. And then there are other weeks I walk away from an episode and I'm like, oh my God, did any of the words that came out of my mouth even make, make yeah. sense? Did I say anything intelligible? Mm-hmm. Those are the weeks that when I go back to put the uh, timestamps in the YouTube video version, I end up listening to almost the whole thing because I'm waiting to hear me say something absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, a question we got how's lola she is sleeping in her crate right now like she has not a fucking care in the world and she doesn't Um, and uh (laughs) she has a vet appointment on thursday podcast listeners that will be in your direct past youtube watchers in your direct future Mm -hmm. where we hope they do not tell us we have to keep giving her medicated baths every three days although those these are the most workouts i've gotten in a year so Uh, yeah not gonna not gonna uh Mm -hmm. complain about that too much um we do think we might put her on a chicken-free diet to see if that helps her skin allergies we're hoping that uh we can do minimal medication but otherwise she's wonderful and perfect mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. onyx is also coming out of her shell and is aggressively saying you will pet me but only in the confines of the bedroom but you will pet me while you're here yeah so well and and, and the cat yeah you ha- we were I, gonna say this for a bonus section but we're waiting for questions to come through yeah. so, so you've got to tell the story yeah uh this morning i'm sitting in the office doing my morning thing drinking coffee emails vet life yada yada and Lola is in the living room sleeping on her bed. And I go into the kitchen to get Lola's breakfast. So I reach down, pick up Lola's food bowl, turn around, put it on the counter. Once it hits the counter, Lola hears it, and she gets up, and she does the shake. Next thing I know, (laughs) off the top of the refrigerator, a cat comes (laughs) sailing down onto the counter, springboards off, and then bounces in back over the baby gate into the bedroom. We didn't know she was getting up on the top of the fridge. Um... Apparently, she was sitting on top of the fridge, which gave her a vantage point 
to watch the dog sleeping in the living room. Observing. Observing. Mm -hmm. Got to know your enemy. Yeah. 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 So, so the, uh, the, the, the cat has been becoming more adventurous. Which is good. Which is good. Maybe yeah. one day we can take yeah. the baby gate down. <laughs> um... Okay. okay, let's see. We've got some questions coming mm -hmm. through. Uh, Sharon asked a question that I somewhere up in the live stream, but Sharon, you might have to repeat it about um, a, a partner being need in the uh, testicles every thirty to sixty minutes as a kink of his. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I know. I, I know there are people that. Is that safe? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, there, there are people that that apparently have it done. Sure, sure. They they do enjoy that as a kink. Mm -hmm. um, I I know nothing. nothing about it. I would say in the um, live stream chat, if there are any medical professionals who can speak mm -hmm, on mm -hmm. any of that, please please feel free. Um, and then Shybean asks, have we tried HypnoPlay or do we know where to get more information on it? No, we have not tried it. I, mm -mm. We together have not tried HypnoPlay. No. Have you ever tried it? I, I have never tried it with, with anybody else. Uh -uh. Um, there are some uh, resources out there. I only know of them because I've like heard that they exist, I do not have any direct resources to point somebody to. No, I, I don't either. Um, I know there are some uh, resources on FetLife in regards to hypnoplay. It has been something that has kind of been gaining mm -hmm. ground the last few years. And actually, and I cannot, if I still have this email, I don't know if I still have this email. I just got an email today from somebody. Um, no, okay, that was, um, I don't know this person. They are in my email. Okay. They go by the name Hypnosis Doug. I do not have it. Um, they also have a podcast of their own. It's called AnywhereHypnosis.com. They um, deal with hypnosis in a variety of forms, but including erotic hypnosis and BD the basics of BDSM hypnosis. Mm -hmm. Um anywherehypnosis.com cannot verify that who they are whether they're any good whether they're credible but that is mm -hmm. somebody who showed up in uh our inbox today yeah. or this week um but i know that we had uh, ages ago we had somebody who was a sponsor who was into her erotic hypnosis and can i remember that person's name no i cannot no i cannot i'll bet money though because of the the way search works on our site, lovingbdsm.net, if you search hypnosis, I bet the episodes where they sponsored will pop up. We didn't mm -hmm. talk about hypnosis in those episodes, but I linked to the site. Right. And they might have some information, but yeah, we are not. Um, mm -hmm. um, credible authorities to direct anybody to. So. Okay. And Ignixie is giving some uh, mm -hmm. advice, which is good. Please yeah. be very careful. The first thing to learn is how to undo the suggestions. Thank you, Ignixia. And if you uh, if they don't teach you how to undo it before teaching how to do it, be very careful. Um, yeah, we have known some people um, who have been into it, mm -hmm. but it's just not mm -mm. not a thing um, that we are familiar with. No. Um, no. Okay, so 
thank thank you all for your questions. We will do a bonus section. Um, because even though we just talked about Lola and Onyx, because mm-hmm. we do have a Christmas tree story to, oh, yeah. to, to, to share. Um, so thank you all for being here with us um, today for this episode, but also throughout 2020 uh, for, for anybody who's been here longer. Hi, we see you for the OGs. <laughs> and I know the OGs are still out there from like the first few episodes. They've been rocking along with us. Thank you. Uh, we will miss you um, for... Um, the two weeks we're gone, we will do a Friday night live stream hangout yes. this Friday, whatever date that is, the 18th, I believe, 9.30 mm-hmm. until whenever. Now that everybody is healthy, the whenever will be later than it was uh, last week. There may even be adult beverages on this side of the camera because uh, that that will mark the end of my working week and I get to go into a two-week break from work. Um, right, right, right. So I'm going to need to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. And then uh, we'll have a video that comes out on YouTube, I think the following Monday, but then that's it for us until we're back for the first live stream after New Year. So hopefully you'll stick around for the bonus section where we will just bullshit for a little bit longer. Uh, But uh, thank y'all for for everything, just in general. Yes. Ever, we, without y'all, we are just crazy people talking to ourselves on the internet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so let's, we can do our bonus section now. Okay. okay, so are we good? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Keep, Keep it kinky, kinky y'all. y'all. I will see ya. Oh, God. In a while. <laughs> Daddy. Yes, baby girl. Can I talk to the crickets? Please, please, please. Pretty, pretty, please. You want to talk to the crickets? I do want to talk to the crickets. You want to talk to the crickets? I think the crickets want to talk to us. I'm just saying. I think it's more you talking to the crickets because they can't talk to us. Uh, the the few who are in the live stream can. Oh, and they do. And oh, they do. And then I get tweets and I get FetLife DMs and then I get emails. I take forever to answer all of those, but I do get them. Go ahead, baby girl. Thank you, Daddy. Okay, here we uh here we are <laughs> in the um bonus section. Oh my god, I forgot what it was called. <laughs> so, uh real quick, we are still doing the postcard project. If anybody, it doesn't have to be a postcard. It's a postcard cuz we're sending postcards. You can send us a handwritten letter for all I care. Um I have not checked the mailbox in a week, so I don't know if we've gotten any. Uh if you sent something and you don't see it behind our head on the YouTube video part, I haven't checked the box. Um, but if you send us something with your return address on it, and you do have to be located in the U.S. for this because of the nature of my postage situation, we will send you a postcard that says, it's fine. I'm fine. Everything is fine. <laughs> and I will write on it, mistakes were made. Why? Because <laughs> the only reason I'm doing this project is because mistakes were made when I purchased postcard stamps. Uh, and now I'm going to fix it by sending y'all postcards. Um, <laughs> but it's family-friendly postcards. You won't get any weird looks from your mail carrier. Um, <laughs> so that is going on. Uh, emoji of the week. I haven't thought about that. Okay, please, because I don't. And I meant to bring it up to you earlier, but in the, the rush of things we've been doing, I forgot. Okay. Christmas tree emoji. I was just thinking that. I love it when we think of the same thing. <laughs> A Christmas tree emoji is our emoji of the week. Because we have 
dramatic to us. Somebody's yeah. going to roll their eyes out there. It's okay. We have a Christmas tree story. Right. I, I'll give you a spoiler. We do have a Christmas tree. It has not one ornament on it right now. No, it's not. But we do have a Christmas tree. Yep. Okay, you tell the yep. story. So as we talked about, for those of you who, who know, but some don't, um, we thought we would do the, the, the correct thing. And at Thanksgiving time, November 26th, to be exact, we ordered our Christmas tree online mm-hmm. for a like a curbside pickup scenario. Right. Like we were going to go to the store, yeah. pick it up, not be all breathing on folks or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. at the time we 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 bought this, we had picked out Christmas tree, and we had also talked in the past about getting um, you know those those swirling light projectors. Mm-hmm. to put on the house so we wanted to put up lights but we had something on the house and so we looked online Lowe's was having a sale and we found a tree we really really liked at a good price and it said they had them in stock at the store so we ordered and it said give three to seven days for pickup well, eight days went by and we heard nothing. And I called them and they said, oh, it's in transit. Waited several more days. Called again. It's in transit. We went to the store, talked to them. Oh, well, we, we have the, the um, shipping number, tracking number. It is on its way. It will be here shortly. We will let you know, and you can, and you know, come pick it up. So we went on our way, thinking we'll have a tree very shortly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, several more days went by. I called again. Nothing. No updates. So, what, another two or three days? Mm-hmm. Because you were sick during yeah, that time, I was so we sick. didn't do anything with it. And you ordered exactly. it, so your name was on it, so I just sort right. of, like, left it alone. Yeah. And I decided, okay, I'm not calling because I don't really get any satisfaction with the phone calls from them. So it was Sunday, right? I think this so, This past yeah. Sunday. I think so. And her and I talked about it. I was better, but I still wasn't, like, 100%. And we talked about it, and I said, so what do you want to do? We're, we're kind of down to the wire on this. And and my mom used to work for Lowe's, worked there for 35 yeah. years. I'm tech, She's retired, but I text her going, who do we ask to speak to? Because I understand it's a pandemic, and I, we're being super patient. It's a pandemic and a holiday. Okay, but this, what the fuck? And yeah. she went, oh, no, this is ridiculous. Somebody needs to be researching to at least. And she's like, it sounds like they don't even have any, and they're just too afraid to tell you. And I was like, oh, you're not filling me with confidence. Mm-hmm. But she was like, you talk to this person, and you say these words. And I was like, yes, yeah. ma'am. <laughs> right. So I, I went there in person on Sunday, and I had my order number. I was like, please look this up. And she did. And she's like, oh, well, here's the tracking number. It's on its way. It's been shipped. And I was like, look. <laughs> I was like, look. Said, since the day this has been ordered, you've been telling me this is in transit and it's on the way. Said, can you take that tracking number 
look it up and tell me where it is. And she's like, excuse me a minute. <laughs> Famous last words yeah. of customer service retail. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she comes back and she tells me, well, these numbers are, are rather difficult to look up to find out where it is. And I was like, okay, here's what I want to do. I want to cancel the order. Give me my money back. Yep, I, I want my money back at this point. She's like, okay. And you know, it's funny. I like, I've been on that person's side yeah. of it, both at Lowe's and in retail in general. Mm -hmm. And you kind of don't care. You're like, you want a refund? Happy to click the buttons, yeah. go about your merry day. Yeah. But I know how management thinks, because I've been in management too, and what they want you to do is go, well, can I fix this? Can I salvage this? Can, I, can we do an exchange? Like they yeah. want you to, like, I've seen both sides of it. And so it is, as a former retail hourly employee, I'm like, yeah, that's what you do. As a former manager, I'm like, actually there were like, Right. Five other things that should have that, been that said. should have been said and done, right? <laughs> which which weren't. But um, there's a reason I'm not in retail anymore. That's for yeah. damn sure. Yeah, and um, so the the order order was canceled. <laughs> then she asked me. She goes, "Would you like me to print you out a copy of the cancellation order?" And I said, "Yes, please." She walks away. Comes back. I'm sorry. We can't print those, <laughs> but you will receive an email. Your next thing here cracked me up. I I worship you as a hero. So, you know, at this point, me being ever skeptical, but yet wanting a Christmas tree <laughs> for us. Just want a us, Christmas tree! <clears throat> I went outside of Lowe's. <laughs> had a seat on the bench and I waited until I received email confirmation that this order had in fact been canceled. And then, and then turned around and went back into the store and shopped for a tree and came home with a tree and came home with a tree. Came so the tree. the tree we have is not the one we ordered. It's a very nice tree, though. It's a very nice tree. And because of the time frame, actually got it at a better price than the one we had ordered. So I ended up coming home with a tree, and that tree was put up that day. And unfortunately... Um, you're still recovering from being sick. Yeah. I am in a last minute marathon to finish all of my mm -hmm. work stuff so I can take two weeks off. So there's been no time to decorate said tree. Right. That's our plan for this weekend. Yes. <laughs> and yep. we will then leave the tree up uh, until probably New Year's. So we feel like we actually had a tree up and decorated for a decent amount of time. Normally we're like day after Christmas, this shit's coming down, mm -hmm. let's put it away. Not this year, we'll wait till New Year's. It'll, it will wait till New Year's <laughs> this year, yeah. yeah. So yeah, the, the, the whole getting a Christmas tree has been a journey. Yes, and and what's funny is we would have skipped all of this if we had just gotten a live tree like we did last right. year, but after everything we learned about live trees and, and cats, cats, we yeah. were like, mm, maybe not. We had talked about going back to a, a artificial tree anyway, maybe right. mm, this is a good reason and time to do it. Mm -hmm. But it's been a journey. Yes, it has, it's it been has. A journey. 
It's a beautiful tree. I actually, for we have so many Christmas ornaments because one of the family traditions for my aunt and uncle is to give us personalized ornaments every year. So mm-hmm. even if all we used was that, like half the tree would be decorated. <laughs> I actually love, because it's a pre-lit tree, I love it just having the lights and the star on top. I would le- put the tree skirt on, leave it like that and be happy. But yeah. I'm like, but we have so many ornaments. We also have our office Christmas tree. We haven't put yeah. ornaments on that either. I, and it's I, pretty. It's I was little, the tree fluffer this year. You were the tree fluffer. I, I fluffed Thank the, you for the, your the big tree. And then I, I fluffed and hooked up the little office tree here, yeah. I love a fluffed artificial tree. I have definite opinions on what constitutes correct fluffing of an mm-hmm. artificial tree. I hate fluffing an artificial but you're, tree. But you're a good fluff. You're a good because tree fluffer. Because I'm so fucking picky about it. Yeah, like you're a good it. tree fluffer. <laughs> <sighs> and that's true, Silent Wing. We will not have to deal with any of this. Done. Done. After this. And Done. and I told her, I said, this f- stupid tree for everything better outlive me. It, yeah. <laughs> I'm tempted to do what your aunt does and every season, holiday season. Just tree, leave it up and, and repurpose n- now it. Now we got a Valentine's tree. Now we yeah. got an Easter tree. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the tree story. Yeah. Um. What else? Any, nothing. I mean, I've just been working and you've been recovering from being sick. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Spock, uh, good advice for podcast listeners who can't read it. I'd probably avoid anything else for the remainder of 2020, JB. Right? You don't seem to have good it, luck. <laughs> it seems like my my uh, luck in ordering things this year. You're not allowed yeah, to order anything it, else. It's seriously taken a severe downhill trend. I will point out everything I've ordered this year. There might have been a day or two delay. Everything's arrived. It's only you. I mean, even our new shipping label printer, which makes me so happy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm in love with this little thermal printer. Uh, it arrived very quickly, set up very quickly. Yeah. I'm using it happily. Happily. I uh, needed – I mailed um, – I got everybody gift cards in the family for presents this year because it was easiest to ship. And I like to buy gift cards. Um, and so they all went in this teeny tiny little box and I sent them off. But the uh, Christmas card I got did not fit in the box. It was really wide. Um, so I needed to mail that separately. And it was I was like, oh, my God, is the ink from my pen going to show up when I address it to send mm. to my mom? <laughs> I was like, can I use one of these four by six labels? Can I? On top of this red, I was like, "Oh my God, you've gone, you've gone too far. You are not printing a shipping label to mail a fifty-five cent envelope. You're not doing it. Walk wow. away from the I, thermal I, printer." I had, no, I had no idea you went down a, that kind of rabbit hole. Oh my God! I did. I, did. I was trying to work wow. it out of my head with click and ship with USPS. How would that work? Wow. What would that look like? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah, I know, right, Wing? She, yeah, she, she's definitely, you know, salt in the wound there. Hey, I am feel like I'm losing out by you not having your bandsaw either. <laughs> there are many, many things you could be making that you are not making. I too am losing. You know, out. Jennifer, I was thinking that exact same thing. So for podcast listeners, Jennifer, thanks for having my back yeah, there. Yeah. So it just means that Kayla has a new service she has to perform. She's now in charge of all computer ordering from now on. Otherwise, you're out of luck. Look, I, yeah. I don't love spending money. I, let's not lie. <laughs> <laughs> Clarify that. 
I enjoy buying things on the internet. <laughs> I do not enjoy the stress of the regret I feel once I've hit order or I'm waiting for it. Cause then I'm like, should I have bought this? I don't know. Uh, I don't enjoy that part. I do enjoy online shopping. Thank you. Uh, I would happily do that, but I don't think I have time. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Well, you know, I, I just have to say on, on, as an addendum to the Christmas tree story, I think the final straw for me with that, was when I received an yes. email from Lowe's asking me how I liked my purchase and would I rate it. And we, it was still in transit. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of lost oh, it. Oh, God, uh, he that's did. What, that's what pushed I me over the edge I think I was sitting on the couch or something, and he whips around. He's like, they want me to review it. It's not even here. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's not good luck. That's not a good luck for Lowe's at all. We have had that happen before. Yeah, well, you talked yeah. about it when you ordered your bandsaw and the ca- and and some uh, wheels to to put on, on the bottom so you can move it. Yeah. And you got the wheels. The wheels within within a week. Right, and then you got the please review your wheels. Yeah. <laughs> those automated yeah. uh, those automated yeah. emails will get you, man. <laughs> the wheels are still sitting in a box waiting for the saw to arrive. And, and hello, Gabby, and welcome. Glad to have you here with us. So, uh, it's, uh, it's been a wild ride of yeah. uh, a week, a month, mm-hmm. God knows a year. Um, you cracked me up with your whispering. I know. Okay. Yeah. JB will be right back. Um, I don't know where he's going. I didn't ask. Um, there's part of me that does not want to end this uh, stream slash recording because other than the Friday night live stream, uh... We will not talk to y'all for a couple of weeks, but it's okay. It's okay. We'll be back. We'll be back. Um, uh, I don't. I don't have anything. I do want to say for those who celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. For those who celebrate Hanukkah, because I know we're like almost at the end of it. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Um, is it Happy Kwanzaa or is it Merry? I think it's Happy Kwanzaa, right? For those who celebrate that, I know the solstice. I'm. Tr- I'm trying to remember these things and I suck at it. I'm barely keeping up with the fact that it's Christmas and I celebrate that. Y'all. Um, but we do hope that however you celebrate this time of year, if you celebrate it, that it's a good one. And that um, if you don't celebrate it, it's at least a peaceful time of year. Um, yeah. My way of making life a little bit more peaceful is I actually am looking at the news a little bit less often. Uh, I'm trying to encourage JB to do the same so he too can have a little bit of peace. Um, Saturnalia. Thank you, Kenneth. I knew there was one I was not um, not thinking of. Um, so, um, yeah, I... Uh, we love you guys. We love hanging out with you. I do. I'm going to, I can ask y'all, this is the cricket section. This is the time for my diehards who are like, actually, we want to be here because we're choosing to be here when you're not talking about BDSM. I do wonder about the bonus sections. If I know, I think, I think they're fun for the folks who are here, which is a perfectly good reason to do them. But I worry that should we be doing them? I don't want to stop it. I enjoy this, but I worry that our bonus sections are purely self-indulgent. Ah. Yeah. So I'll hmm. uh, let those who either listen to the bonus section or watch it tell us what you think. Um, but yeah, 
don't know. I, I, I have this, this moment of why do we think we're so special? We should take up time uh, to talk about our cats, dogs, and Christmas trees. Mm. I think that might be my own, like, anxieties, imposter syndrome uh. kicking in. It happens. Um, but, yeah, I, um, I have those moments. It's right up there with, oh, my God, did we say anything intelligible? Like, <laughs> go rewatch or re-listen to a whole episode to make sure we didn't well, we're getting, embarrass ourselves. We're getting a lot of people who say they like it in the live chat. <sighs> and Taishu is giving like the wisdom there. It's our live stream. Be self-indulgent. Uh, would this be, it's not a vlog because we're not walking around with a camera, but would this section be like a vloggy section? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I am uh, I am um, what was I just thinking? I lost my train of thought. I think many things. I worry. Why do I worry about this? Why do I care? I worry about annoying total strangers. <laughs> I would rather not annoy my friends, but I worry about annoying total strangers. What is wrong with me? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> Crow, Crow dropped some wisdom here. Okay. Some like, reality. All, right. all of it is sort of self-indulgent, but since we all like you, it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> That's real talk right there. It is self-indulgent. Yeah. And and Eva says with with the Friday nights going to be minimalized soon. Yeah. yeah. You know what it is? I compare myself to other creators. Mm. And mm. I'm like, I admire what other creators do. So I'm like, oh, look at them over there being all like professional and shit. And we're just two goofballs. <laughs> 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 the professional ones are usually like half our freaking age and i'm like i'm just a, a middle-aged lady on the internet <laughs> crow says you worry too much you need a spanking i like that train of thought i mean i'm here for it mm -hmm. i'm here mm -hmm. for it uh, i would love a spanking i'm pretty sure i am stuck in my own head oh yeah. and i didn't mention this earlier but i was really like pleased and super proud and had a oh my kind of moment uh in evie lupine's latest video on gift giving we got a mention we helped inspire that episode yeah. i was like oh yeah. you know what i think it is i do think our short videos i'll pretend to be remotely professional like i'm actually trying to help people uh and in these live streams at the end at least i'll just talk about what the fuck i want to talk about and that other people ask about yeah and yeah yeah. And yeah, that, that's kind of a good point, Eva. I mean, you know, no, you're not, y'all you aren't strangers anymore. You no. know, we're all just sitting around chatting and having. And I don't, yeah, I drink. don't. Both on the live stream and in the podcast, especially when we, um, people were tweeting at us more from listening to the podcast. Hi, podcast listeners. Um, I don't, I don't think of anybody who I know listens or watches and in some small ways interacts with us as strangers. Like I would. I might be awkward if we ever met in person, but I within minutes would be super comfortable because it's just us. Um, I do absolutely have persona Kayla Lords that enters a room and is way different than uh, interlegal name here entering a room. <laughs> just true. It's a headspace. True. Uh, so. <laughs> so. Uh, yes, Nixie is right. Spankings are a great mental reset. Mm -hmm. They are. It's just from both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I, you know, this has nothing to do with BDSM, but we're talking about spankings, and that's what made me think of it. One of the things I 
wish I could see a way to change, but I don't see how, because I feel like I'm on this massive roller coaster right now, is how to claw back personal time yeah. and kind of get off the train I'm on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm mixing my metaphors. It's fine. Um, <laughs> because everything is constant. We're constantly go, go, go. And it's all external stuff. It's all business or it's content or it's, it's not us. It's not me. It's not you. And it's like, what, how, do, how? Cause I don't want to give up any of those things. Yeah. So how, how do I claw back you know. that? And get get some space, some mm-hmm. mental space, some physical space, yeah. some time. I I, 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 I think that's um, goal we need to work towards. Now that's going to be our next. Can thing. I just like become you know independently wealthy by winning the lotto? I mean, I, the rumor is you have to play the lotto to win it, but yeah, uh, yeah. and then it won't fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to lie if uh if the things we do as, you know, loving BDSM and the kinkery and stuff like that ever like are enough to support a household, y'all will not y'all be like, "Could you please take a break from the internet? You're talking to." <laughs> um but yeah, I will go full Kayla Lords every moment of every day. Including in the bedroom, I mean. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, because okay. yeah, insert right, yeah. legal name here is uh, a very frazzled, stressed mom of two <laughs> who has to run a lot of errands. Kayla Lords in the bedroom. A lot more fun. Yeah. A lot more fun. Mm-hmm. For sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I also now feel like I'm talking about myself in the third person, like the royal we. Sorry, you y'all. You are. You are. So... Okay, right. we have rambled, and y'all have allowed it, and mm-hmm. we love you for it. Um, so, um, we'll we're doing the Friday night live stream. Yes, we'll go until we just can't stand it anymore. Uh, and just a reminder uh, for those of you who sporadically come to the Friday nights, or you haven't had a chance yet in 2021, we're still going to do them, but we're going to make them monthly. I think mm-hmm. we're actually going to call them a munch uh, because it's kind of the vibe that I get from them. Mm. Um, it's basically a gigantic bonus section, but it al- there's always multiple conversations going on. It's not like we sit up here and like spout off a topic for an hour and then open it up to like, com- it's like just us chatting. There's a lot of conversations yeah. about food. A lot, I mean, it, a you lot, know, the thing when, when we do the, the podcast and, and the, the live stream on Wednesdays, uh, because we are talking about a specific topic, we don't get to interact very much yeah. with, with the live stream chat. Mm-hmm. And what would be, you know, what, what is nice about Fridays, we actually get to, to interact. It's pure with, interaction. You know, yeah. it, it's pure interaction. We, we, we get to actually chat with, with the folks that are there. There's a lot more pauses and silences because I'm reading the live stream. <laughs> right. You know, but, but that's what makes it. Yeah. Enjoyable. Yeah. And but it's also the reason that we make them private later because we're not like it's more context based. You'd have to follow along with the live stream chat, the live mm -hmm. chat and listen for any of it to make sense. Um, So I usually just make those private. But if we turn the monthly ones next year into like we take questions for about BDSM specifically, then I might keep those live. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Yeah. I got yeah, I'm tired, y'all. I'm I'm also procrastinating. I have 
a lot of work to go finish. <laughs> um, for uh, and you, I got to start the uh, picking up kids after thing school yeah. train. Um, for folks on YouTube watching, uh, I the link to Hot Octopus is now working. If you were interested in their sale, podcast listeners, you the link was. Uh, it's there. Uh, I figured it would be fixed by the time the episode went live on Friday. But for anybody on YouTube, the link is there now. Uh, if you want to shop uh, Octopus in their sale. Uh, postcard information, if you would like to send us a postcard. For podcast listeners, it's always in the show notes. For YouTube watchers, it's in the description box. Uh, if whether Regardless of how you're hearing us. Um, it's also, I've been putting it in the weekly email newsletter. So if you subscribe to the newsletter, which is also in the description box slash the show notes, uh, then you will get it that way too. Um, Emoji of the week's Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. Uh, We hope everybody has a whatever kind of holiday you celebrate, if you celebrate at all, a good one. Um, If you don't celebrate, enjoy a peaceful peaceful season. Um, And then we'll see some of y'all on Friday. Friday, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. I want to click the button.